This weekend, we celebrate the solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, the King of the universe. It is an appropriate climax or conclusion, if you will, to the liturgical year that we celebrate each year. In a way, today is like December 31st. It is the very end of the year, the end of the church year. And next weekend, when we gather here, we'll begin the season of Advent, and the church year will start all over again. And throughout this year, we've celebrated a lot of landmarks. We did our preparation at this time last year. We celebrated the Nativity of Jesus, Christmas. We celebrated the presentation of Jesus in the temple, the baptism of our Lord, him choosing his disciples as apostles, all of his preaching, his preaching life. And then we commemorated Jesus' arrest and his crucifixion and death and burial his resurrection, and his ascension back to heaven. And so the entire church year comes to a conclusion today as we think of Jesus as the king of the universe. And in a way, it's a way of transitioning. The church transitions from the current, the old church year into the new church year. And in the RCIA process, the rite of Christian initiation of adults, we also transition at this time. All of the 12 individuals who have shown interest in joining the church, and by the way, Father Jeff and I were discussing before Mass that you have passed your first test because not a single inquirer sat in the front row tonight. <laughs> at any rate, very, very Catholic thing to do. Um, at any rate, you have come through the journey to this point, and at the beginning of the RCIA process, we referred to all 12 of those that had come forward as inquirers. Because that's what the first couple months of our CIA is all about. It's inquiring, saying, I think I might want to join the church. I just want to know more. And so over the last couple of months, we have had a number of different presenters that have been meeting on Wednesday evenings with the group, talking about all kinds of topics from the Catholic faith, not the least of which is talking about Scripture. And in that process, we came to today is that transition point where they will no longer be known as inquirers, but instead as catechumens and candidates. A catechumen is an ancient word for someone who is seeking to be baptized. A candidate is a person who is already baptized, but was, is seeking full communion with the church. And so instead of being referred to as inquirers, from this point forward, you are now known as catechumens and candidates. You've come a long way in your prayers at this point, and we invite everyone here, and that's why when Father Jeff asked for everyone to join in with that opening prayer, and you'll notice that there's even a note about that in the bulletin this weekend, that we ask the entire congregation, the entire St. Thomas community, to pray for these 12 individuals as they move forward in this process. Prayer is so important, not only from within, but also from the outside of the RCIA community. The next benchmark that you'll go through is going to be called the right of election. The right of sending and the right of election happened at the end of February and the beginning of March as we enter into the season of Lent. So it kind of follows this process, this ritual process, um, as we go through uh, RCIA. And a big theme this fall has been on Scripture. We've talked about the Old Testament. We've talked about salvation history and the New Testament. And this weekend, we have kind of a, a treat of readings that are presented to us. The first reading from the book of the prophet Daniel, and then the second reading from the book of Revelation. 
And those two books are really different from the rest. If you've ever looked at Daniel or Revelation, you might end up shaking your head saying, what in the world is going on in this book? Because they're highly symbolic and they're known as apocalyptic literature, which means symbolic stories being told that have an undercurrent that tells a much deeper message about the end of the world and about the end of time. And so the first reading is taken from Daniel chapter 7. Prophet Daniel, in half of the book, from chapter 7 through 12, experiences a bunch of different visions. And in chapter 7, he sees a vision of four different animals, what he refers to as beasts, that he encounters. And each one of those animals, one looks like a leopard, for example, and it comes before him, and he sees it kind of taking over the world and being in charge, and then it kind of dies and is dismissed and thrown away. And next thing you know, right behind that animal, another one comes along, and then another and another, and four different beasts appear in that story. At the end of chapter 7, Daniel encounters an angel, and the angel tells him what the significance of that vision was. He says, what you were seeing there were kingdoms. Each one of those four beasts represents a king, somebody who came forward, took their reign, and, and was in charge of the world for some period of time, but eventually fell out of favor and died and went away and was replaced by another king behind him. And this process happened four times in a row, and then that's where today's reading picks up. Because the fifth time, Daniel sees something a little bit different. In fact, a lot different. He says that he sees one like a son of man. Now, a son of man, we interpret to be Jesus Christ himself. Because we know that in the Gospels, Jesus refers to himself as son of man. He does that because of the image that Daniel portrays in this reading. And it says that the Son of Man approaches the Ancient One. We assume the Ancient One to be God the Father. And we have this really unusual scene where God the Father and God the Son are both in the scene at the same time together. And the Son of Man is on a cloud, and it says that dominion, or in other words, his kingdom, is established at that time and is established forever. He is the last of the kingdoms. And this is good news for you and me. In fact, when the book of Daniel was written, part of its purpose was to give hope to the people at the time, and it gives hope to us today, that the kingdoms of the world will come and go. Everything in this world is changing. But eventually, the last kingdom will pass, and the kingdom of God will be forever. And that means that you and I can look around in our lives and realize that governments, principalities, Kingdoms, power, political parties, everything comes and goes over the course of time. And in a sense, what Jesus is saying is it doesn't matter because eventually all of those things in our lives will pass by and only one thing matters, and that is the eternal kingdom of God. The same message is brought up in the second reading from the book of Revelation. Jesus in that reading says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He's saying, I was here before the world was ever created, and I'll be here long after it's gone. So if you unite yourself with me and you follow my way, you will also be able to enjoy eternity with me in heaven. And this, of course, is what our RCIA candidates and catechumens are seeking, is eternally being able to spend all time 
with Jesus Christ in his kingdom. Now, Jesus is a king, but he's not the kind of king that we might have expected. Certainly not the kind of king that Pilate expected. In the gospel, Pilate asked Jesus twice, are you a king? And now don't let that, that line slide off your back. This is an important question. Pilate thinks about what kings usually look like. Rich, wealthy, powerful, amassing armies, etc. And he's been told that Jesus is a king. And Jesus comes walking in to meet him. And what does he see? He sees this man who's broken. His garments are torn. He's beaten. He's been bleeding. He's wearing a crown of thorns. And I think the tone is probably something like this. Pilate looks at him and says, are you a king? Seriously? You're a king? And Jesus says, yeah, I am a king. But I'm not a king of this world. I'm a king of the next world. And Jesus, in effect, is telling Pilate, I live in the world, but I am not of the world. And that's the message for you and I this weekend. We live in this world, but none of us in this room are of this world. We're made for something greater. There's a bigger picture than our lives here on the earth. And we reference that many times. When we come to Mass, at the beginning of Mass, when we sang the Gloria tonight, we sang, O Lord God, Heavenly King. When we recite the Creed, which we won't do tonight, but at most Masses on the weekends we do, and we say that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. The Catholic Catechism of the Church says that that means that Jesus' reign as King forever has already begun. The devil has already been defeated. Evil is already defeated. We just have to get in sync with Christ and spend that eternity with him where the devil has been defeated. And we pray his kingdom will have no end. And later in the Mass, we will pray the Our Father. You know, last week at the RCIA session, Father Jeff gave a presentation about the Mass, its history, and things that we pray, and he mentioned that we always pray the Our Father at Mass. And in that prayer, what do we say? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And after the conclusion of the Our Father, we pray for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours forever, for eternity. In a sense, the Mass helps us to be able to keep things straight, to order things right, to remember who the real king is. And so today, this solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, king of the universe, is in a sense a call to arms. It's a way for you and I to think about who is the real king in our lives and to avoid making kingdoms of our own. You know, you and I as human beings, we love to make our own little kingdoms. I want to be king of my class, king of my residence hall, king of my job, king of my family. And Jesus is saying, forget it. Nothing that you can form, no kingdoms that you can form on this earth make any difference. In the end, there's only one. That's where we're headed. And so this is our opportunity to reflect on this today, to think about living our lives in the service of God and one another so that we will join him in that kingdom where his dominion lasts forever.